Welcome to Collision Cast, Fenderbender's official podcast, helping collision repair shop operators make money, save money, and work smarter. I'm Paul Hodowanik, staff writer for Fenderbender, and with me today is Jason Hall, Vice President of Business Development and Strategic Projects for the Boyd Group. I chatted with Jason about the Boyd Group's growth strategy as they've been acquiring shops left and right and bringing them under the Gerber Collision umbrella. Jason dives into the nitty-gritty with logistics and also talks big picture and how COVID hasn't changed the company's plans. It's a great interview. I hope you enjoy. All right, Jason. Well, excited to have you on today. Uh, You know, I I was saying before we started recording, it's not often that we get someone from the Boy Group or from Caliber or from any of the big big operations to kind of give us, peel back the curtain a little bit and kind of see what you guys are doing. Obviously you're in the news every week. It feels like we're writing up a new, uh, a, a new, uh, you know, Gerber acquired this guy or Gerber did this and the boy group did this. And um, it's, you know, it's, it's, it's out there and, and you're kind of at the head of a lot of that. So I, I want to dive into the, the acquisitions and everything. And I guess from where to start from your spot, from, when you're looking, because obviously you're growing aggressively. So when you're doing that, what are you looking for in either MSOs or single shops? What factors are you considering um, when you're looking at potentially um, like acquiring that shop? Yeah, uh, Paul, that's a great question. And, and number one, I appreciate the opportunity to come on and talk with you and and all the other um, individuals that will be listening to this or reading this uh, in the future. So um, I think, uh, you know, in terms of what we look for, I would say that there's a number of factors that we focus on. Uh, some of them are, you know, physical in nature, structural, and, you know, even some I would say are philosophical. Uh, you know, just starting with, with the market, you know, we're going to take a look at the positioning of the location relative to the, to the market. And is there, what kind of geographical advantages might exist? We'll look at curb appeal. Um, you know, we'll look at size of the store. Uh, you know, it's, it's hard to say that there's a kind of a one size uh, that we focus on. Um, you know, we have stores today that are 5,000 square feet to, you know, 40,000 square feet. So, you know, size is really relative to the individual situation. Um, but outside of that, we, you know, we look for stores that have a great reputation. Uh, we look for stores, you know, that really align well with our culture. Um, you know, a strong workforce, customer centric, and, you know, individuals and, and, you know, body shop people that care about the community in which they're operating in. I, I know during COVID, we saw a lot of consolidation happening. Uh, and a lot of the shops were kind of seeking out the bigger, the bigger players to get acquired, is it more often that you're you're getting sought out as okay? We we're looking to sell, we're looking to become a part of this, or are you going out and approaching them? You know, it's yeah, it's um, I would say it's a combined approach. Um, you know, we certainly we have uh, a dedicated team that's really focused on on working with sellers. Um, you know, that team will will, you know, reach out to uh, specific body shops to see about their interests, but they'll also uh, work with sellers that maybe reach out to us inquiring if, if we would have any interest. And, you know, I, I wouldn't say that there's, 
you know, one, one approach that's better than the other. I think, I think we encourage sellers, if you're interested to reach out to us. Um, that's been a, a great channel for us to, to meet with, uh, you know, great sellers and, and have the chance to integrate great body shops, uh, that maybe we would never would have had a chance to. So, um, it's really a combined approach and, and we really do encourage sellers to reach out. Taking it from that approach, if you're, if, if someone does approach you about selling, what does that process look like to kind of deem if you guys are interested, what, what, what kind of steps do you go through before even a deal is consummated or anything like that? Kind of take me through when you identify a shop that's maybe coming to you, what, what those next steps are. Yeah. You know, we'll, Again, we'll, we'll look at uh, some of the fundamental uh, market business characteristics. So what kind of market is it? Um, you know, we'll look at, you know, the shop size. We'll look at the culture. We'll try to get an understanding of what kind of culture it is. Um, we'll look at the curb appeal. Um, you know, we'll, we'll really look to come up with, I, I would say, a holistic view on, on how, how interested we are in this shop and, and how we might make something happen. Um, I think that, you know, the timing for, for that process can be, you know, relatively quick. Um, you know, I think one of the biggest things that we find uh, that sellers are concerned about and that we're concerned about as well as confidentiality. And so, you know, one of the things that we've really set ourselves up to do is actually to move quite quickly through this process um, to quickly understand if this is something that we can make happen um, and then move forward in actually consummating that agreement. So how is, is that then like a matter of weeks? Is it a few months? What, like, just if, if broadly, what, if it's going quick, is that it, can it happen in just a matter of weeks? You know, I've seen, I've seen it happen in a matter of weeks. I mean, some of it depends on, on the information that we're able to get from the seller, how quick we can get that. Um, how quick we can work, you know, with the work through some of the different activities. Um, we've seen uh, we've seen timelines that, you know, that, you know, a matter of weeks is possible to work through some of those things. I, I would say, though, that, you know, one of the things that we really focus on is um, the integration of it as well. Um, what we don't want to do is is move so quickly that we don't have all of our ducks in a row. Uh, relative to a smooth integration. Um, so, you know, I think relative to timing, you know, we really work with the sellers. We, we try to understand what's important to them. Um, we have done this many times, so we kind of know the, the different roadblocks or the different pitfalls. And so, you know, we're able to anticipate a lot of this and work with the seller on what we need to do to move, you know, as quickly as possible. Uh, without, I would say, sacrificing the, the quality of what we need to accomplish. Maybe this is better directed at someone else, but when you acquire a shop, I've, you know, I've talked to independent shops who are maybe looking to sell and some of them are worried about, you know, okay, we're a mom and pop shop. A lot of the people came to us because of that, like our employees did. I mean, from the employee side, they wanted to work here. Maybe they weren't um, necessarily looking for a big corporation and, you know, a lot of times when you're acquiring those, those, you're hoping those people can stay on if they're good. What, what does that transition process look like for the employees that are existing on there? What are, what is your team doing to make sure, you know, 
they, they believe in us and we can get the most out of them. And so that they're not jumping ship or anything like that is, is there something that you go through when to kind of get those employees to, to, you know, get on board with the, with, with your company? Yeah, that's a great question because it's, it's something that I would say is, is probably not probably, but it is one of the most important things for us um, relative to what we do uh, with acquiring new businesses and integrating, integrating these businesses. Um, you know, this is one of the things on the timing side that I, I kind of uh, implied on the earlier question, but, you know, we work really, really closely with the seller on what does that integration look like? Um, you know, we, uh, the last thing we want to do is, is, you know, have team members that, um, that leave the company. Um, that's, that's the worst thing that can happen. And so we're very sensitive to that. We'll work directly with the seller. We have a dedicated team of professionals that, you know, will work hand in hand with the seller on the integration process, including, you know, how to notify employees, when to notify them, um, and just go through that whole process. I think one of the things that's important relative to this, it's, it's really, I think, you know, a function of void you know, our, our, our goal as a company is to wow every customer and be the best. And, you know, that applies, you know, to our, our clients, our customers, but it also especially applies to our sellers and our new team members. Um, and one of the things that we're focused on is just ensuring a smooth and successful transition. We believe that we have a, a great value proposition for individuals that have worked, you know, as a part of the single shops. Um, and, and actually we found that if, if we're able to get in front of team members and share with them who we are as a company and the opportunity that they have when they join us, um, we actually, we actually find a lot of team members that are really excited about the transition because they see, you know, certainly they, you know, maybe they had the fears before about joining a big company, but after we've had a chance to get in front of them and and show them who we are and talk to them and talk to them about the opportunities. I think they see that they, you know, with this comes great opportunity for them as well. Uh, switching gears just a little bit. Uh, I know a few months back you expanded into Hawaii, uh, which at, I think at that time put the Boyd group in 30 States. Uh, I'm not sure if it's expanded a little bit past that at this point, but what, when you are kind of going into a new market or a new territory, uh, what, what comes along with that logistically for the company to make sure that those shops can succeed? Um, I think when you see expansion, usually you kind of see it growing like from coast to coast or something. A lot of times it's not in small pockets all throughout because it's a little harder to maintain that, um, you know, behind the scenes. When you're going into a market, maybe you aren't, you know, don't have a ton of of presence in what considerations are you, are you making? Yeah. Um, you know, I think Hawaii is a good example, right? Maybe, um, because of its geographical distance relative to where we are today. Um, you know, and one of the things that really stood out for us with that transaction was, you know, is the leadership team there. Uh, we spent a lot of time up front working with, uh, the sellers who were fantastic to work with and, and getting, getting to understand the culture of the business and how they operate and, and what it would take uh, for us to 
feel confident about our ability to integrate this company. And so, um, you know, I would say that when it's in a new territory, I would say we probably spend more time up front just understanding what this what the opportunities are there for us and what kind of leadership team exists um, and, and how we might, how, how we need to leverage our partners to make sure that, you know, any potential pitfalls are, are mitigated or avoided. Got it. In, in terms of just the overall strategy for expansion, obviously it's a, it's a pretty aggressive one uh, being that you guys are acquiring stuff so often and you're very large, but how would you kind of describe it? What, is the growth strategy that you all envision at the Boyd Group? Yeah, so, you know, I think uh, our growth strategy is, is really one that uh, I think is, has been consistent probably for the last decade. And, you know, we've, we've publicly stated that, you know, our 2025 goal is to double the size of the business again. Um, and that really is, applies to all lines of business within Boyd. And so it implies a, a compound annual growth rate of about 15% per year. And, you know, between same store sales growth and new unit growth, we think that that goal is, is realistic. How did that shift at all during COVID? Was it, did it accelerate it because of the consolidation? Did it slow it down? What now, now that we're kind of a little bit removed, I mean, we're still in it a little bit, but now that we're removed from, you know, a bulk of it, where, how did that kind of net out? Yeah, I, I, I wouldn't say it, it, um, it changed our approach or our thoughts relative to our goal. Um, you know, going into COVID, uh, we have a strong position. We had a strong position uh, in the marketplace and we still have a strong position today and, and we feel, I would say, as confident about our ability to achieve our goals as we did prior. Awesome. Jason, I think those are all the questions I had for you. Uh, I appreciate your time. Thanks. Thanks so much for joining me. Thank you so much, Paul. Appreciate it.